Okay, can I uh, cut and go for a glass of wine before I do the intro? Yeah. All right, welcome everyone to episode 49 of the Slow Spin Society podcast. My name is Rob and joining me as always is Paul. What up, guys? What up? What up? Today we are going to talk about the perfect system or city or utopia for Bixkia. What is the best situation that we would ever love or dream of to have a riding a city? And uh, we're going to get into that. Yeah, and talking about Dream City. Well, if you want to hear more about some Japan update with it in the pre-show my track lacrosse adventure or some ultra distance, then you should listen to the pre-show. You can access the extended conversation at patreon.com slash podcast or if you're subscribing directly on Apple Podcast. So let's get into the show. Let's get into our fixed gear utopia. Sounds good. Sounds good. Where are we starting, Paul? Tell me. Well, there. so I made like kind of a checklist of what would be uh the perfect city to ride in right um and you're gonna tell me um if you like it or mm -hmm. if you don't or you would like this instead okay 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 so first let's start with the city itself would it be more like car centered like 99 percent of the cities we have right now or would it be more bike-centered, like Amsterdam, for example, where you have so many bike paths, but there is also, like, public transportation, but it's still centered around bike path? I, I've been, since we decided to do this episode, I got the feedback from the Patreons about, yeah, we should go ahead and do this episode. I've been thinking a lot about it in terms of combination of cycle paths meet road riding. Um because, yeah, the, Berlin was a good example for me in certain parts of the city. London is a really bad example of what they've done and what they've tried to create. I mean, there's this one junction I'm really struggling with in London. It, I'm going to start with the worst case scenario and then go into uh -huh. what I think could be the best case scenario. I, I have a nice route in the morning. I ride uh, across uh, Westminster Bridge. And Parliament is, uh, the Big Ben is just on my left-hand side. And it, and it has this one-way system around, the, it's almost a roundabout, but it's a one-way system. But because of the one-way system for the cars, they've created, the, I think what they've tried to do, they've tried to look at an Amsterdam, Holland, uh, German style, integrating the cycle path into the road, but what they've done is you cross the bridge, right? Mm -hmm. And then the cycle path, because of the one-way road, the cycle path hits traffic light. When the traffic light turns green, it puts you on the other side of the road. So you can go against the traffic going the wrong way around the roundabout. And you go for like 100 meters. And then there's another traffic light where it crosses you back over the road. <laughs> and, then, and then there's another 100 meters. And there's another traffic light. And you go back across the road and then you join up to, to go to Buckingham Palace. It's fucking appalling. 
So it's like to turn left or right, you cross the go, road. No, three no, times. no, 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 no. To go straight, bro. Oh fuck. To fucking go straight from Westminster to um from across Westminster Bridge to Parliament, it's one road. It's direct, right? Yeah. But but the car system is a little bit more complicated, and they could have thought of a better system for the bikes. But there's four traffic lights, and you cross the road, you go onto the other side, then you go back on the other side, then you go back on the other side, and it, and and most cyclists in the morning, it you know I I ride at peak time, so like seven thirty eight on most people ride I think peak 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 traffic for riding. There could be fifteen cyclists waiting. And it takes them roughly like, I on average, I I think it's seven or eight minutes to get across this junction, and wow. it's two and it's two hundred minutes, uh, two hundred meters. And I just I I absolutely piss all over it. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like so against it, <laughs> out of my principle of riding. Like you wouldn't do this in Amsterdam. And they have a structural system that does have brakes, that does have traffic lights, but it has a much more flowing system because it's designed within the roads. Uh -huh. When we spoke to Carl about Copenhagen and the amount of traffic lights that were integrated into the system, yeah, it sounds a bit a bit complicated. But again, based around like the Holland Amsterdam system, I think the flow is generally better. The the UK doesn't have a heritage of riding. And I think they tried to copy something, but they didn't. They made it worse. And and it, it's counterintuitive. It goes against it and it slows you down. And and I disagree with this. The, the reason I ride a bike, the reason I ride in traffic is uh, because, you know, you can be as fast and you can be as fluid and you, you're not starting and stopping. The, the, the amount of energy you're putting into the bike, you're getting back. Yeah, sometimes you have to slow down. Sometimes you have to brake. But stopping Three to four times at one junction to get 200 meters. Nah, 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 nah. I hate it. Definitely not. Yeah, 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 exactly. So this 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 junction is um, something that I really dis disagree with. And this is why, uh, since we decided to do this episode, I've been thinking a lot about what makes the perfect flow. Is it a grid system? Is it roundabouts? Is it, um, is it a cycle path or are we on the road with traffic? And the only, the only thing, the only solution I can foresee for me as a utopia is definitely like this combination. Yeah. This, this, this imagine San Francisco meets New York grid, meets the roundabout, meets the, meets the constant flow you know you know my shoulders yeah. are going back while i'm doing this i'm like i'm like, <laughs> I'm like vibing with my arms as a, a surfing yeah i feel that um i'm gonna give you my version of uh what a perfect bike lane is mm. a perfect bike lane doesn't exist first of all i think for me a perfect city wouldn't have bike lanes Almost. Okay, hear me out. Um, yeah, I'm listening. I'm Let's listening. just say that 99% of the streets don't have bike lane. Um, it is your duty to go with traffic. And if everybody got used to everyone, it's going to flow, you know? 
like either bikes get used to cars and cars get used to bikes uh, being around because there is no bike lanes. The only type of bike lanes I would agree with is on some, let's say, high to moderate speed section. If you have a big boulevard, I'd like a bike lane on the side for sure. But again, I'm not talking about those stupid dipshit Parisian bike lanes that are extremely dangerous where you are two really high sidewalks or like mini sidewalks of concrete. Those are so dangerous and you get separated from the cars like that. Yes, maybe it's more secure. I don't think so, but that's only my word. I I would just like a line on the, you know, on the ground, like, this is a bike lane. Do, do, do we have to then, because I'm with you, I'm fully supportive in the traffic. For me, there would be a cycle lane, but it would be this like space where traffic and cyclists can respect each other and ride together. Exactly. Because if there's this synergy and flow where they're not against each other, it works. I'm, I, I ride fast. I ride in the city and I'm like, and I go in front of a car and I put my thumb up and I'm saying, and then I point to the direction I'm going. And generally I get a vibe back off like the driver and they're like, okay, cool. I see you. I see where you're going. Yeah. You're cutting in front of me and he's going left. I'm going right. And he's like, he or she's like, yeah, cool. Cool. Cause they see me. Cause I'm like in the lane. But then I think we have to look at, well, my issue is the, the standard of riding you do. Is there a level of riding, a test, potentially license, that you should be at a, a standard to ride like that? The cycle lane that we, this dumb system that we created in the UK and on and, and like, or even, even in Berlin, it was quite, quite like, oh, you ride here, you ride here. But, but all of a sudden they just mix. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no cycle lane for two, two kilometers. And then there's a massive separation. It's like, all right, okay. I, a, any idiot or child even could ride in this cycle lane. It's super safe. It's not on the road. It's between the car, parked cars. It's between the pedestrians. But then why does that cycle lane then go into a two-lane, 30, uh, 30 miles an hour car lane? Like, exactly. Uh, how, how can that possibly make the sense? The fact that you don't have bike lanes, to some level, it's kind of dummy proof. Like... If you're dumb, don't ride because you're going to die. So just if you, even if you are a beginner, but you know where to look, like how to look around and not be on the phone or just being attentive to what's happening around you, it's not going to be a problem. And, And those extra lanes, like I was saying for boulevards, are just an extra layer of safety for high-speed zones. But apart from that, I think a city without, almost without bike lanes, for me, is probably the best thing. A, a, a city without cycle lanes is definitely, I think, one of our first points to talk about, about utopia. But enough space for a car and a bike to ride comfortably together. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, so, so not a car lane that is just millimeters wider than a car. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do agree. Because, yeah. Because London City is so bad for that. You, you know, there's a point where you 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 can't physically get past, or you you it doesn't work because the lane, the, the both lane, one going in one direction, is as bad as each other. That car, that one car lane that's just wide enough for a bike and a car in general is is the beginning of utopia. You know, that's something that actually struck me when I arrived in Paris. In Tokyo,、um, roads are even if Tokyo has some really really narrow streets, the all the main axes are pretty large, you know.、Mm-hmm. But in Tokyo, sidewalks are actually not above ground. But they are completely separated with the road by fences, meaning、okay. the difference with Paris is you can't jump on the sidewalk. Apart if you jump like really, really high with your bike because it's pretty high fence.、Um, the, the, the sidewalks, particularly in Paris, are are much bigger than London. Yeah, yeah. And what happened to me is I arrived in Paris and. Streets were narrower, so I was always jumping on the sidewalk because I could, you know. So of course there is a, like the history of the city and how old it is determines、um, if the cities, if the streets are going to be narrow or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like London, yeah. Yeah, but something that happened in Paris is、uh, they decided to put a bike lane. Uh, to authorize bikes to go against traffic in、uh, a one-way street, okay,、mm-hmm. and that's only on narrow streets. So, yes, it's super narrow, and if you go against traffic, it's going to be super hard. And ninety percent of the time, you're going to have to stop or to destroy a sign mirror, you know. So can I put something straight into like okay, let's go for a tick list on what fucking works. Can I go with not even sidewalks? Do you know that sidewalk that is like, I I'd say you know a centimeter,、uh-huh. and you can ride up the sidewalk very、yeah. easy, but it gives the definition so the car doesn't go up there. Yeah. So then, all roads in Utopia, in Fixia Utopia, should have the perfect sidewalk, just enough for a car never going up, but just enough so it's so easy and comfortable to pull up onto <laughs> on a bike. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. Because th- that's the best situation, right? When、yeah. you're like, ah,、oh, fuck, there's a bus. Oh shit, there's this, and they're like, ah,、oh, but the curb, the the sidewalk is like nothing, so I can just go there, <laughs> and you don't even have to think about it. There's no panic. You're just like, boom, boom, up. Yeah. All right, that's my number one.、That's、okay, on to number and, number. And I, yeah. Can I do like number one point two? Yeah. Or like eight point one. Um, the central reservation, because you have a lot of them in Paris. And 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 it's a little bit annoying. In 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 the UK, we tend to just have like white lines in the, the that mid triangle in the road where like a junction meets something, and you we as fixed gear kind of use that 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 bit that traffic never goes on and pedestrians don't normally go on. But it's like cutting across a bridge, and then all of a sudden you've got this. And in Paris, they're like huge sidewalks that the pedestrian. Do you know what I mean? That triangle、yeah. island in the middle of exactly, a junction. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Utopia,、uh, my my one point one is there is no middle ground that is just flat, but it's lined. Yeah, yeah, those are so nice because、yeah. it's just your safe island. 
Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get me. You For get the me. listeners, I'm going to explain it again. Uh, if you have like a road that goes into like a Y shape, okay, so it's split into two other roads. And in the middle of the road, you can have that island that tells the drivers either you go left or either you go right, but you exactly. choose right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's sometimes just painted uh, with stripes and white. And for you as a bike, to just wait or i don't know like i yeah i guess mainly for to wait uh, it's like the perfect spot yeah because I, I i the first time i met you the first i mean even the first day or night maybe the next day the second day i saw i was like whoa fucking hell like i can bunny hop a fixed gear because you you hopped like sidewalks bigger than i'd, I'd have to look at it twice and make sure my, my, my pedals were in the right position and I could do it. But you just like boshed that to it. I was like, whoa, wow. I was like, whoa. That guy can ride. Because <laughs> they're big. They're big in Paris. They're super big. Yeah, they're pretty high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I remember. I remember. My next point onto Utopia uh, Fixed Gear Dream City is what city layout are we talking about? Are we talking about a grid system like New York or a star system like Paris or something more circular than like Singapore, right? You know, it's an island and you just cycle around and you have like, of course, road crosses, but you can go around and that's how you do. You go to that point and you come back into the center of the city because it's faster. Or are we talking about no layout at all, like Tokyo, for example, or I don't know, like other some other Asian cities. Uh, this is again, something that like, I think about a lot. I don't, I, yeah. Grid system is, is nice. It has really good positive uh, attributes and like really good things about it. But I think a combination of a grid system, flowing system, what did you call Paris? A star system. Yeah. Paris is star. If you yeah. look Paris from above, you basically have the Arc de Triomphe in the middle, mm. and then you have big boulevards going from there. But a lot of your a lot of Paris main streets are quite wide and fast, which I don't like. Yeah. And a lot of the smaller streets are too cobbled and too windy. So this I, I wouldn't say star system is what I'm looking for, but a combination of grid meets roundabout for somehow. Like there's this flow vibe that I get in London sometimes that works really nice if you stay away from the side streets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Berlin's a good example of that. Berlin has a strong circular system that goes around the city center. Um, but again, it's got like a three or four lane, uh, three or four lane main circular ring that's hard to get into on the bike because it's plus, plus 30, 40, plus 40 kilometers. Mm-hmm. And then that fucks you up and you're like, I have to go and cycle in. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your What's your ideal setup? I don't know. I feel like grid systems are really cool and easy. You know, mm -hmm. like it's, it's really nice to always know where you are and where you're going. Uh, like you, star system is really not my thing. I feel like if you want to go... So... It's practical if you want to go from west to east or north mm -hmm. to south or, you know, like all of these, all of this in between. But 
if you want to go from a point to another, uh, usually what's going to end up happening is you're going to cross all those boulevards and those are pain to cross, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. star system isn't my thing either. Um, I felt like uh, something, yes, was boulevards crossing the city, but maybe like a few in only two axes. So uh, mm. west, east, north, south, you know, you okay, can have okay, a few okay. of that going to different places, but uh, not crossing the entire city uh, five times and joining up to the same yeah, yeah, port. Yeah. I think it's stupid. So we're uh, talking about a grid system with a side system of slight circular. No, we're talking about somewhat of a grid system, but I'm I'm talking about gigantic. One block is mm-hmm. uh, a few, uh, like dozens of uh, kilometers squares. Okay, that's one block. And into that one block, I would be really pleased if I found like really little streets in twine roads, uh, you know, like things that goes like a snake left, right, left, right. Um, some something interesting to ride. So basically yeah. I can go from, I can go quickly from one side of the city to another, but I know that if I want to have fun, I can take not the big access, but all those little exactly. streets in between. Yeah. 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 I, li- I like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's for me, that's like the best kind of bri- city. Can we briefly then touch? I feel like we need to touch on tarmac. Yeah. Tarmac quality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love that new, that new road, sleek tarmac. When it's really black, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like when the tire, when your wheels roll and your tires, like there's no resistance. Yeah. There's fucking no resistance. It's like, it's like they're meant to roll against each other. You have a good quality tire with the right pressure in your wheel. You have yeah, yeah. you have 120 psi yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's no, there's the, the, the it just it's like, <laughs> yeah, they're rolled they're rolled together so well. Oh man, and 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 I've never been in a city in the world where it doesn't last for more than like 30 seconds. You're like, oh, this bit of road's beautiful. two minutes later you're like into the worst shit ever but if i imagine you can ride kilometers across a city with the with this with the grid system that you've just discussed on the smoothest tarmac (gasps) yeah it would be nice sensational it would be really nice sensational bro because let's face it, in New York, you have plot holes that are the size of an entire street cone. Like, you can bury an entire street cone uh, and it will fit. So, yeah. I mean, Paris, New York, London, Berlin. I feel like Parisian roads aren't that bad. There's no, just a good. lot they're of cobble. Good. Yeah, but cobble's all, cobble's all right because we love cobble. We love history. We love life. Cobble is just slippery. That's the only thing with cobble. If it's raining and you're riding cobble, oh, you better be going only straight because, wow, that's slippery. 
I do, I, you know me, I don't ride well in the wet. In <laughs> okay. Um, I, so on to our next point and something that is going to be quite interesting, I believe. Um, Cobb's behavior. So you're riding into that awesome city with smooth asphalt, uh, grid system, but not too grid system. And it's nice and you feel good. And then there's a cops behind you, okay? What's your right. attitude? Like, you know they don't care about breakless people and no problem. You know, it can be behind you for miles and miles and it will not bother you. Or are you just taking the first little whiny street you can find and then go against traffic and try to go as fast, as far away from him as possible. Can I briefly jump into a real life story from Sunday when I went for a ride? Okay, yeah, go for it. Yeah. So um, I wanted to go down to Brighton this week because on uh, Saturday, I think, I yeah, sorry, Saturday, last weekend, I wanted to go down to Brighton because the Fixed Pirates and Icarus and uh, Tom Coxtello uh, and the few people who were out riding and yeah, it sounded like a really nice vibe and that was my plan. But sadly, I had too much to do and I was like, do you know what? I've at least got a couple hours on Saturday morning. There's this really nice cafe on Old Street. I'd love to go visit. So I went out for a ride, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, and I, I've got this new GoPro 10 and I was testing out and I wanted to test out some selfie style shots with a stick, some, some POV style stuff. And I was testing different stuff out. So I had it clipped onto my chest and um, yeah, a diff few different things. Uh, but the battery was dying and I was in Covent Garden and I was almost near to where I was going for coffee and cake. And I, I, I was 100% sure it was recording. And, I, and Covent Garden is a central roundabout in a kind of pedestrian area with a few small roads so talking about the star system it's very much that mm -hmm. um yeah it's like being in la mare almost yeah um yeah you can imagine each street kind of leads and anyway covent garden reminds me of la mare and um <laughs> i get to this roundabout and the street says no entry only for cyclists and I'm on the left-hand side of the road and there's a small bike showing the bike lane and it's a cobbled street and I'm riding up and a police car comes towards me <laughs> and he pulls into my side of the road. And I'm like, okay, so I have to stop because they're like, I'll, I'll ride into him. Mm -hmm. And I said, excuse me. And he puts the window down. I said, uh, excuse me, is there a problem? And he said, yes, there is a problem. I, I think you're driving down a one-way street. And as he pulled up, he pulled over, his front wheel went over the, the little bicycle pointing in my direction on my side of the road to show that it's I'm in the right. And I said, excuse me, officer, I think uh, you might be mistaken. Uh, this is a one-way system, but it's uh, for cars, but it's both ways for cyclists. I said, if you would like to reverse the car back, and you will see the bicycle that you've uh, on the floor, the the, the white painted bicycle on the floor, 
that you've driven over? And he said, if there's a bicycle on the floor that I've driven over, I'm sure it's in the other direction. I said, if it's in the other direction, it should be on the left-hand side of the road, your left-hand side of the road, not my left-hand side of the road. And he said, oh, yeah, that's true as well. So he 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 drives the car back and sees, the, sees the, uh, the bike on the floor going in my direction. And fuck me, Paul, I'm hoping this is recording. And sadly, it wasn't. Oh, um, God. And I'm like, look, there it is. And he's like, okay, yeah. I uh, And I was like, but he veered towards me quite aggressively. Not a little bit aggressive, not like, not, not too much. He like drove into me to stop me. And, and I was like, do you want to say sorry for your action and not understanding the situation? And he said, no, you can carry on. And I said, no. You can apologize. Just apologize. And he went, all right, my bad. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was It was like we were just chatting. It wasn't like tense or anything, but he didn't want to act like he made a mistake. But I was like, bro, like, look, I'm nervous because you've stopped me. But you've stopped me without understanding and you've stopped me with the power of authority. That's not right. And then he, <laughs> yeah, it was, I thought I, I would nearly called you to tell you. And I was like, oh my God, I hope I have this on camera. And fuck, the battery had, the battery had run out. Uh, man, that is such a cop attitude mixed mm. with such a British attitude. Yeah, 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 it was. So British. So polite. Yeah. We were both so polite to each other. Wow. But the I'd, I'd gone down that road because it was because it was the one going in my direction, but it was also the one with the cycle path. Were you brickless? And, oh, yeah, that's my point. That's my fucking point. <laughs> it's completely brickless, and he didn't even say a thing. Yeah. There, there was no question about me riding a fixed gear with no brakes. That was not an issue. That was not even not an issue. That was not even seen. Yeah. That's that was my point. That was also the main point. So, to sum it up, you would rather have cops that don't give a shit uh, about brakeless, rather than well, cops that really, really do give a shit. Well, I also have a, um, a quite a counter argument to this utopia world where maybe it's like a Grand Theft Auto style, <laughs> and it's and it's like. We've got to fuck the cops up, type thing, <laughs> and um, it's it's like you you've got like ten lives, and you've got to like really fuck them off in this utopia world, and you've got to like if you ride faster than you get away from them, but maybe you get two cops then chasing. No, 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 no. I'm just you have kidding. a star system, yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you yeah, get more stars, like, and then yeah. like at five stars, you have like a fucking helicopter above your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, that's that would be a fucking I cool apologize for my actions please <laughs> let the helicopter go uh Sorry. on my part i do believe that uh, i mean hearing stories from berlin and uh other cities where cops are really really on the verge of always arresting you uh if you don't have brakes i feel like okay maybe it's a pain in the ass 
but it kind of get the fun out of it. I do understand that, and for all my Berlin peeps out there, um, I do understand it. it's a pain in the ass to ride with um, with brakes when you don't want to just because of the cops, right? I totally get that. I just like I just would like cops uh, a little bit toned down from the one from Berlin, for example, or just exactly less exactly. knowledgeable, you know. And then, yes, of course, there's still cops. It's part of, even if it's in a utopia, uh, let's say there is still a criminal rate <laughs> and we still need cops. But I feel like if if they just don't care, if they're just there to, to show they're there, it's not fun, really. Do you, you know what I mean? But, but, uh, absolutely. Like... My main point in bringing that up was that I could have this conversation with the policeman and it wasn't about the bike I was riding. It was about how I rode. Yeah. Berlin was the kind of absolute, uh, a totally different scale. Berlin was that because I rode that type of bike, they targeted me and that I didn't agree with. That was like a, taking away part of your uh, expression of freedom. It was, it was, the way they target you in Berlin was really strange. Yeah. They looked at messengers. They looked at brake lists. They looked at fixed gear. And they didn't then look at the bike that doesn't work because it's got no brakes. That The brakes don't work because it's so old. It was like, right, you're, 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 you're fighting one battle, but you're not fixing a solution. Uh, yeah. At least in the UK, he was like, at least I feel like in the UK, there, there may be if someone's riding on the wrong side of the road, at least I'm just going to say, please don't ride on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Um, it it, it feels, it, it, even though I was in the right, at least the argument I felt like was he, he just didn't want you to ride on the pavement or in front of traffic or through a red light. Where Berlin, you can ride through a red light, but you've got brakes and they might just say, oh, don't do that again. But because you ride a fixed gear, you're... Uh, a uh, person of interest so they target you so berlin was a weird weird position weird situation to ride in so yeah. that is the, and, and the, the opposite to utopia there is a balance in utopia i think of like that fun element of riding against something you don't want you shouldn't we we ride yeah. fixed gear because it's because it's a little bit different and slightly outlawed we're riding without brakes because of a skill and my utopia uh, in my my perspective has to be like all right you are a little bit outside of your skill level is higher because you're riding something that you know so then yeah there's nothing wrong with being like no you shouldn't quite do that actually but you're better do you know what i mean is yeah that, yeah, I think it's a really good point that from a cop's perspective, you shouldn't be um, looked at or charged because of what you're writing, but because of how you're writing. Exactly, exactly. So let's just say that I am a cop in Utopia City and until the point that I don't see you going through reds or um, making mm -hmm. some really, really dumb move, 
I don't really care if you're reckless. But if you do that, if I caught you and if you're reckless, it's going to be double paid. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Guys, I... uh, send us your best cop reactions. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I would have, lo- honestly, Paul, I was like, oh, I was so hyped when I left that conversation with the police. I mean, on uh, on Saturday, I was like, <gasps> I was like yeah, in the park straight away, and then I got my the camera off my chest, and I was like, oh no, no, so upset, so upset. Yeah. I would like to uh, just briefly put in another of my utopia wishes, my 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 dream, my dream city, uh-huh. because I use the smallest. I think it's the uh, the which kryptonite I don't know I can't remember the measurement of the kryptonite lock that I use I've the mini the you use the mini I think I don't know because I think there was a standard before they came out with the mini and the bigger one I think I've had mine over 12 years I've had the same one. Oh yeah so it's the standard then I think it's the standard yeah yeah, yeah. it was way before the but still I find it very um very hard to find things to lock it to <laughs> <laughs> in most cities. It's not the easiest and most convenient uh, size to lock to shit. So I would like a polling system on every street corner that fits my U-lock. It fits yeah. my, uh, fits my uh, kryptonite. Do you know that the actually the first kryptonite prototype um, was too small for uh, New York's polls? And okay. only because New York's polls, uh, they made the official kryptonite a little bit larger. That makes total sense. I can imagine. Yeah, I totally imagine that was. But a... that's also one thing I wanted to get on is locking your bike in the bike thief. So, of course, you uh, fix your utopia. There is no bike thief. That's like, yeah, you just don't want those. And we are better without those, of Absolutely. course. But you still want to lock your bike, right? Mm-hmm. Paris is really, really bad for locking your bike, and there's a lot of bike thief because mm-hmm. you only have those shitty poles that aren't connected to anything. It's terrible. So if your lock is too large, then the guy just needs to lift up your bike. Your bike isn't locked to anything, basically. <laughs> um, but so that was um, that was Paris, right? The really, really good memory I had from Tokyo is because of those fans everywhere, you can properly lock your bike at any point, anywhere. It is so easy. So easy. And that's something I missed in Paris because you're going to a new address. You're going for brunch or coffee. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And you need to look on street view before I'm not going to be able to fucking lock my bike over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can sometimes walk for like 10 minutes after I've got to a destination in London and be like, where the fuck am I going to lock my bike? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, like, I don't worry about it getting stolen so much because I don't leave it that long. But if I get, if I'm going to somewhere that I don't know, I'm just like, there's not many places I can lock my bike to. Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah. And in London, it tends to be like, against a terraced building with like a shitty fence outside of and yeah you're not supposed to actually lock your bike to that but that's 
generally the only thing that my U-lock will fit fit to. Yeah. Yeah. So that, if, that, if you live in Paris, you constantly need like either like that biggest chain that weights a ton or you need a U-lock plus those kind of kryptonite cables to actually fit it around something big enough or a bench or something like that. But those aren't durable at all. Yeah, nobody wants to carry that. Yeah. So our, so our Utopia has the perfect locking system everywhere you stop at any moment. I mean, oh, it shouldn't I, be that fucking complicated, right? Just add fences. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah. And by the way, my Utopia, you know, the the temperature is like 18, 20 <laughs> degrees every day. This is just a slight breeze in the air. You know, you can ride in a t-shirt and, and you don't sweat, but you ride really fast and it's really nice temperature and there's a bit of blue sky. And you can yeah, but we still get it. snow for truck lacrosse, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i see i see that's actually one of my next point let's go on to that um i'll take the example of paris again because uh okay, it's, okay, I've, okay. I've been living there for a while um so paris have um only two or three big parks okay hmm. and in those parks um you can do a little bit of track lacrosse. So if you're into that, why not? It's just that because there's only two or three big ones uh, on the weekend, it's super crowded and you really don't want to go there. Um, mm -hmm. But talking about green spaces, right? You can't have a city that is going well without enough green spaces. And even if leaves on the ground at fall are pain in the ass, I do get that. Um, man, we need to breathe. Like, we need some nice trees. And I'm not talking about the dumbest trees that are everywhere in Paris. I don't know how... What's, I don't know what's the name in English. In French, it's Platon. Um, mm, yeah, I don't know what in English, but they're ugly. They're ugly in summer, they're ugly in winter, they're ugly all the time. I need some really, really nice trees. In Tokyo, they have like entire streets filled with uh, Jinko Bilobas, which are like those uh, those trees that uh, at fall, they, get, they have that gold color. They're so yeah, yellow, yeah, they're yeah, gold. Yeah. I need some nice trees. Palm trees. Good trees. I don't want those platon shit. <laughs> so our so our, our so our city has a nice combina com uh, combination of green and city. So we can literally have a pump trackle cross section where we're cutting almost through the city. Say I, say I need to go to a coffee shop to meet some hipster friend that's like created some new art. <laughs> and uh, and you're, like, you're getting a multi-step coffee that you exactly, do yourself. Exactly. And we're like, we're, we're having coffee while there's some like new age jazz band playing. <laughs> and, 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 you know, everyone's riding fixed gear. But it's on the east side of the city and I'm on the west. And like, I've got to cut through some parks to get there. And, you know, I'm on my tractor cross bike. Why not hit some? And it's a nice spring 
summer evening vibe and it, you know the sun's coming down it's warm still and I've just seen a cop and he's a little bit pissed off with me but I know I'm going to get away with it because it's utopia and like like he's only jesting you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> and I've just come off this smooth ass tarmac run and these roads and I'm just vibing down like oh by the way in utopia for me everything's slightly downhill by like 0.2 degrees like 0.2 percent like every road it doesn't matter how it works it's always like two percent down just two percent the, the down entire down. city tilts the with entire, you. yeah yeah with you with you <laughs> <laughs> so, so until you hit the pump track and that's like and you've got to push hard you've got to push hard on the pump track because you don't want a downhill pump track on a fixie no you don't it, it's too much you go you too don't flat. want a pump track fixie altogether <laughs> It does if it's like up 0.5 degrees at 0.5%, right? So I'm like, I'm blitzing through and I do a couple of bunny hops and like I hear it, I see an owl just fly past me. It's like, go, go, go. And I don't know if owls make that noise. But then I come out of the, out of the like wood, thick, green, like good air. I've just ingested so much good air because I've rode through such a beautiful like carbon dioxide area of the city and I come back out and I'm like you know I've just got and oh by the way I'm on a boulevard with like a sunset strip behind me like, <laughs> like 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 San Francisco Bridge like like the uh, what's the bridge called in San Francisco? Golden uh, Bridge. Golden Bridge is just like you know popping in the background the sunset's going down there's a big river and the coffee shop that i'm meeting my friend for this new age jazz gig and uh, art exhibition of like uh, experimental like cactus paintings is like is <laughs> you know you know and there's hot girls and there's hot guys and you know everyone's there chilling and and i get there and the tarmac's perfect i've just wheelied down the road and I, you know I'd, i could wheelie all the way because there was no bumps in the ground, there was no transition, and it was and and it was that perfect one minus one degree. So I'm always riding slow, like good speed wheelie to the cafe shop, and then I jump off my bike in style, you know, a bit of flexing, and everyone's like, "Hey, Rob," and I'm like, "Oh, hey, guys," and you know, I know everyone at it, and you know, and it's like, and I meet everyone, <laughs> and, and 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 then I'm just like, "Hold on, I'll just lock my bike to the perfect." You know, there's no other bikes there for some reason. Yeah. Everyone came on bikes, but no other bike there. And I locked my bike to the perfect locking situation. And the temperature, and I'm still in the t-shirt, you know, cap, sunglasses, you know, the sunset, and I might take my sunglasses off, you know. But uh, yeah, and then I, and I order a coffee and someone's like, oh, do you want a glass of wine? I'm like, oh, why not? You know, I've just finished my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and That's then, way too much details. <laughs> <laughs> why? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> It's my fixed gear utopia. Bro. So fixed gear utopia is basically Lego City for you. <laughs> Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is awesome. In with da, 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 da. I don't. I can't remember the words. Oh, when you're wow. part of the gang. Yeah. I have a. I actually, I have a small fun fact about uh, fixed gear pump track. <laughs> I go to an event in Brooklyn, um, and there's a pump track, and then everybody is Brooklyn, on their fixed gear in the, in the states. Yeah. When do you go there? Uh, it was 2018. Sick. 19, Sick. I don't remember. And uh, I was there for the Brooklyn Machine Works deal. And there was that kind of pump track event. Mm -hmm. And 
so some phasier tries. Of course, you have the, the BMX and everything. And I have one, yeah, friend. Is he's like, look at me, I'm gonna win this. And all so right, right. he takes off his chain, like, ask for, no, uh, ask off. for uh, a flat screwdriver, uh, re- like get off the quick link and take off his chain from his fixed gear, right? He blasted so much faster than anyone else really? on that track. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He pumped it. He literally used he it. He just pumped it. And because you don't have a chain, you don't yeah, have yeah, 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 that yeah. timing when you're in phase gear. It was so fast. It was so freaking fast. That's clever. That's clever as fuck. I, I don't know who this guy is, but that's massive respect. Uh, because that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's clever. But I also want a pump track in my utopia city. Yeah, please. A hundred percent. Of course, of course, like tattooed girls and guys and people. Yeah, just just you. Just, you seem a lot into girls and guys. Just hot people everywhere, bro. All <laughs> hot, hit people that have interesting. Like, I don't know, they're DJs or they're artists or they're like, I don't know, designers. Yeah, exactly. architects, yoga teachers. I don't know, <laughs> yoga teachers, <laughs> fixed gear yoga teachers. They all right. Wow. Yeah, Incredible. and they can wheelie. Everyone can wheelie. Everyone can Cause wheelie. Because imagine if everyone could wheelie, life would be so much better, right? Uh, I don't know about what? that, but yeah, probably. Imagine politicians wheelie to work. <laughs> <laughs> you got got a office meeting with the prime minister this uh, morning. Oh, sick, bro! Nice wheelie. <laughs> you know, Boris Johnson came. Uh, fucking name Boris Johnson, but imagine you know he came up with a Boris bike, the 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 Santander. You have them in Paris. We copied off of you. Do you know the city? The city hire bike. Yeah. And it, and Boris Johnson literally just looked at how Paris had the city bike and was like, "Oh, I'm a genius. I invented cycling in London." And <laughs> and, and, and still, and, and the fucker turned into prime minister somehow. He was fucking mayor. And he ended up prime minister. But if that guy actually rode his bike and wheelied. I think life in the UK would be very different. Or throw one or two barrel spin. That would be oh, cool. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, especially exactly. with those bikes. Exactly. Imagine imagine this Paris and the London City Hire bike was fixed gear, was a steel or aluminium frame, was like bar spinnable, <laughs> was like track lacrosse central. Imagine. All right, all right. So that I'm adding this to my utopia. <laughs> The, 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 the app where I can like pick up a bike for like half an hour for free. You have the same app, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. But it, no, now it's a fixed gear bike, brakeless fixed gear bike. It would be so dangerous, but so fun at the same time. No, no, it wouldn't be dangerous. People would be so used to it. Oh. That would just be the norm. People would ride with traffic. That's the, That's it. That's it. I fixed it. I fixed you. Okay, I fixed the world. <laughs> Everyone that hires a hire bike in cities has to hire a fucking good fixed gear bike. In there. But but they can only hire it if you pass the test. Uh, there's a test. There's a test. Yeah, and it's a hipster test. It's not like whether you can ride a bike. <laughs> it's how you look, how you act, and what your lifestyle is. Just imagine like you... a guy, you come for the test, the guy starts <laughs> looking at your outfit, and like, mm, Ray-Ban glasses, a little bit classic, man. you're going to have to change those. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's like, he's like, your cap is uh, from where? Sorry. Okay. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have van socks. Okay. Okay. What do you do for a living? Oh, okay. Okay. And who are your friends? How many followers do you have on Instagram? Um, okay. 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 What are you into? What's your Sunday morning situation? All right. Vibes. Yeah. Get on the bike. You're good to go. And then the city is vibing from there, man. Vibe. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, we're going to close that one with <laughs> one last point uh, I wanted to add is so facilities, right? So, of course, ah, like we described in our Physical Utopia, we want nice coffee shops because, I mean, what the hell is cycling without coffee, right? It's, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I also, I also want uh, good bike shops, but good one. And I want a good variety of those. I, I want bike shop for roadies. Okay, you, you get those. It's fine, right? But also like niche bike shops for, I don't know, like fixed gear, but also bike polo, many of those, you know, like a, a couple. Um, bike shops makes the, the, the bike life of a city live. They are so important. Today in Paris, there isn't that much of a... There is a strong bike life, but it's not organized and it's not cultured because we don't have enough good bike shops mm. um and of course like people are gonna figure out for themselves you know like the fixed gear scene is pretty young and i am on um i am on facebook i'm on a couple a couple groups of uh of, fig of fixed gear riders in paris and i always see the same post Hey guys, why do my cock keep slipping? <laughs> hey guys, uh, I have um, my headset is making noise. Oh, have you tried tightening uh, the top cap down? You know, like That's stuff true. like that. Because people are still uncultured, uncultured about things here because we we are just at the beginning of that new wave, right? But if you have shops, like not only one, but if you have several good shops in a city to help people 100%. to you know 100%. to give information spread Super the world supportive in terms of progression and learning how to fix your bike exactly. not like not like snobbish oh you don't know how to fix your bike oh oh you should know how to... no getting your fucking tire off is actually hard if you haven't been taught how to do it do you know yeah. what i mean Yeah. Like, like even sitting a fucking inner tube in your tire and doing a quick tire change efficiency, it takes practice. And for someone who wants to ride daily and doesn't have someone to teach them how to do that. So what my utopia, I see the utopia, like people that want to learn and want to learn uh, how to fix their own bikes and a bike shop that is willing to support and fix things together in the synergy and they both support each other and that's how i see bike shops working in fact that's when i see the some bike shops that i've worked in work the best that they don't rip people off in fact yeah. they offer they offer like genuine support and things you can do yourself and teach you how to do that and that's when the customer's like ah oh, 
so I can change the tube myself, but I'll come buy the tube from you. Oh, but the gearing system, I don't, so I'll pay for that. Or I'll buy this accessory because I can fit this now myself. So there's, 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 for, I, I think in the beginning, there was definitely like a huge um, bike shop customer, almost like car mechanic to customer attitude. And that has changed massively in the last 10 years since when I became a, uh, I became a mechanic, what, seven, 16 years ago and to what it was working in Berlin recently as a mechanic. There's a huge change and shift in how the cost, uh, how the workshop speak. In fact, even the workshop itself has changed. The workshop has become in bike shops more of the um, front of house than what it used to be before it was like car showroom. You come into a bike shop and it was like, we are a showroom. Now you come into a bike shop and it's the workshop more than anything yeah. that is the front of house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 now the, the conversation between the mechanic and the customer is more relevant than it ever has been. And the customers are generally like either, I don't give a fuck, I'll pay whatever, or can you advise me? Can you help me? Uh, and and we're cutting out what would have been the salesperson attitude of you need this, you need that. No, I'll tell you what you need to to change a tube, and I'll show you how to change a tube. Because I can't be asked to change a tube. I'd prefer to change your full gearing system when it wears out. But if you buy a new fucking chain every six months, you might not need to change your gearing system. So come see me, and I'll tell you how to update that. But eventually, that will pay off. Because you've been so reliant on me and advice and you've saved so much money and time because you've, you've maintained your bike correctly over the two to three years. The time it means when you actually need to replace and upgrade shit, you come to me. That's how I see a utopian bike shop com- uh, with customer working, customer balance working. Yeah. No, I, I do agree. Uh, you said everything I, I wanted to say. I think I nailed that one. Yeah, I'm, you I'm nailed that one passionate. pretty I'm good. Super passionate about that. Um, super passionate about that. But yeah, I feel uh, if if you're a bike shop out there and you're not a complete asshole uh, when a guy with a fixed gear comes into your shop, like, oh, what the fuck is that? You should get that nine hundred thousand dollars gravel bike. You know, it's gonna be way better. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I want to ride my bike, but uh, are you willing to teach me a few <laughs> things? So you know. Yeah. I can buy stuff from you. Um, yeah, I I definitely see that as something I would like to happen in my dream city. Yeah, yeah. Especially um, when I'm floating downtown, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we had like a few other points to talk about, but I guess uh, we're going to wrap things up because it's going to be uh, almost an hour we can okay we can make a last one uh, a quick last one yeah i want my city to not be flat i don't want a flat city that's boring i want some kind of elevation i don't know if it's just the center of the city uh, is higher than uh, around or if there is like the west side of the city is you know like it goes up or I don't know, but I don't want something flat. It's a very valid point. I've got to admit, if it was just, I love fucking battling uphill from time to time. And I love knowing 
I'm going to have to go to that area and there's going to be a stretch of a road. That's a bit of a battle. And my legs wake up. And I feel good about that after I've rode that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do get that. Yeah. So, yeah, no flat city for us, guys. Sorry, Netherlands people. Uh, We still like you a lot. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we feel a little bit sorry. No, (laughs) just kidding. Just kidding. All right, guys. Well, that's pretty, uh, that makes it for this episode. And I think that was really, really interesting. I thoroughly enjoyed that episode. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just before we do the outro, I want to congrats the five gray riders that accomplished at least one of the challenges uh, of this month. So the challenges uh, are on the Discord. So this month's challenges were new your new century. So it was you had to ride a hundred kilometers under four hours. So you know, like pretty hard one, but okay. Uh, and no bars, more problems. Uh, you had to take a picture of you riding without handlebars. Also a tricky one, but the one from January are a little bit more chill. Don't worry about those. So yeah, that wraps another episode of the Slow Spin Society podcast. As usual, everything we discussed today will be in the show notes on the blog, slowspinsociety.com, along with the various articles and write-ups I post every two weeks. Last week, I posted an article about the Gump 760 it's a bamboo handlebar uh if you're interested in that uh it was really really funny to ride i made a full review it's in it's uh it's in there it's on there it's yeah it's up if you get value out of the show why not consider putting value back in you can visit patreon.com slash podcast to join the community we're pledging at any level will get you access to the extended cut of the pre and after show Special thanks goes to our 24 Patreons uh, backing up into that crazy venture. That's the Slow Spin Society. As always, thank you so much for your support. You can find us on our Discord server. The invite link is also in the show notes or with our Instagram account at Slow Spin Society. I go by at underscore Paul underscore you and Rob by at currency.co. Last but not least, sharing the podcast with your friend is by far the best and easiest way to support the show by giving us a good review on the platform of your choice. The music for the show is Lovely Swindler by Amaria, and the illustration is by me. Rob, one last criteria you would add to your utopia city. One last uto- uh, One last thing that I'd add to my utopia... It's always sunset. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And on that note, guys, (laughs) on that forever sunset, uh, we're going to go on to the after show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you in two weeks. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Great week. Lovely in the episode. Thanks. Wish you the best. Hope everyone's well. Ciao for now, man. Bye-bye.